0: Okay. And we are live. Welcome to the 32nd episode of our series, how to become fluent in English. Today, we're joined with a special guest and we're going to talk about basic understanding of authentic English, how
1: real native English speakers speak. Now, before about uh, where you're from and what you do.
2: Okay. Uh, so my name is Steve Ford as you can see, as, as is written. And I'm from Canada. I was born in Toronto, just North of Toronto. And what were the other questions?
0: Uh, What do you do exactly? Uh, How are you an English teacher? uh, Formally, do you only teach online? Uh, What, how exactly do you go about uh, teaching your audience English?
2: Okay. Okay. Great. Great. Yeah. Well, There, there there's two things that I do principally. There is the fact that I started making videos on YouTube in 2007 to help people learn English, and at the same time, I started to get online students. So, I've been teaching English online since 2007, so that's 16 years, and that's what I mainly do. Is I teach privately online and of course i have my own youtube channel my own instagram channel where i i've been making videos at the same time that i've been teaching english online privately and and i teach as you know uh, when you teach online you're teaching to people all over the world so yeah that's what i mainly do
0: Okay, solid ad. do you speak any other languages fluently or is it just English for you?
2: So I lived in Brazil for many years there's a there's a tangent story to that, but I don't know if we'll have enough time and so I speak Portuguese fluently. My wife is Brazilian I speak uh, I speak French not as well as I speak Portuguese, but I also speak French mm. Mm-hmm having uh, life experience living in Quebec and France. Mm -hmm. And I can get by in Spanish because Spanish and Portuguese are quite similar. I have a lot of students who speak these languages as a first language. So often they will ask me in their language to translate. They'll ask me in French. They'll ask me in Spanish. They'll ask me in Portuguese. And right now I'm learning Russian with some Ukrainian students
0: of mine. Wow, that's a challenge. <laughs> I'd imagine <laughs> yes. that Russian is uh, a different ball game than the other Latin languages.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, in in some aspects, yes. So you'll you'll have a word like so. For example, you know that in in French you have a word like uh, um, table, right? Like table, right? That's um that's masculine, right?
0: tab i think it's feminine but is it I, feminine
2: feminine i don't okay. know
0: yeah
2: yeah it's feminine okay but but in in russian they they have the genitive cases where the table can be uh like six different versions of itself oh, and wow. that that, <laughs> that that can be kind of crazy like the, the word water it can be like vada, vadi, da, da. yeah so it's it's a challenge but it's really cool um as you know, when you're speaking another language, you're, you're stepping into the headspace of another culture.
0: For sure. Yeah, th- that's something I noticed too when learning another language. It, there's some things in your native language that just do not translate. And yeah. I find that with a lot of the people, a lot of you guys listening right now, uh, when you're thinking in your native language, there's a lot of things I'm sure that you want to say, but it, it really does not translate into English, which is why it's crucial <laughs> to learn the English figure of speech yes Uh, and and i see some of you guys jumping in here mostly from facebook we got a few of you on youtube Uh, as you're coming in why don't you uh introduce yourself tell us where you're from and if you have any questions at all throughout the stream you know we'll stop we'll address them
1: and we'll answer them to the best of our abilities not coming up oh here we go good afternoon from lakeland florida okay Shout out to Woo-hoo!
0: Florida, uh, Sakina. Florida? Can you teach me how to speak English? Yes, we will teach you how to speak English. Um, if you have any specific questions regarding that, you can ask throughout the stream, and we'll do our best to accommodate your question. Uh, Jesus, uh, hello, <laughs> hello. Shout out to you. Okay, so speaking of that, speaking of the uh, figure of speech of English. Now, if there's someone who's a beginner, let's say they're Portuguese. Um, Or they speak Portuguese, they're from Brazil. And they're beginning, they really barely know any English. What is the first step? Where should they begin? Should it be grammar? Should it be vocabulary? Where do they start when they need to learn a new language, being English?
2: That's a good question. Um, Every learner is different. Some people are oriented by their ears. Some people are more visually oriented, the majority, I would say. So, I think <laughs> I, I can I can talk about my personal experience that um, I get a lot of people who are kind of traumatized by a certain method that didn't work, and I think the important thing is to find things that they can enjoy. If they're basic speakers, I don't think that it's it's a sin to translate. I think that if you can get somebody that can translate in the beginning, I don't think that's a bad thing. Not to have like a strictly English course. I I don't I don't I don't subscribe to that. When I was learning Russian, you know, and and it was only in Russian, you know, that that was too much for me. I I kind of like switching back and forth. And I think it's important for the person to feel comfortable. I think it's important for them Maybe to have somebody who also speaks their language. I think that helps. Helping. hand.
0: Yeah, that's, that's, I think that's definitely a huge advantage for beginners uh, to find a tutor who's bilingual, who understands their native language and the English language. They're definitely going to have a much more profound understanding for the differences between the two. And that's going to make it um, a million times easier for you to practice the other skills moving forward as well. Uh, so that is crucial. So yeah, cause I know a lot of people, they only want to learn from native English speakers. I think especially if you're a beginner, I mean, yes, you want to study the rhythm and the way that native English speakers communicate. But, uh, when it comes to learning the basics and building a strong foundation, it could be quite advantageous to have uh, a tutor or any sort of mentor who, uh, is bilingual in your native language and the english language for sure for sure yeah yeah
1: then uh here says i need to learn uh do you are you familiar with that steve the show breaking bad the show
2: breaking bad yeah so i have a lot of students who (laughs) <laughs> it, it's actually funny because a lot of my students they'll they'll tell me about these shows and then i have to say at the end that i've never watched them um but i know yeah breaking bad if you're into that great show to learn english if if you can handle the the kind of the vintage kind of classic stuff uh, friends what another one that a lot of my students like to watch is game of thrones mm mm-hmm. If you, if you like blood and gore. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Game of Thrones is pretty graphic. But uh, I mean. I watched the
2: first episode. Sorry to interrupt. But I watched the first episode. And it was like they cut a guy's head off. And like, yeah. yeah. But I
1: if mean. you're
2: into that. Great. Whatever you can do. Whatever you can love. That's what I did when I learned Portuguese. You know. I, I would record uh, TV programs. Uh, write new vocabulary down you know press pause you know on the scene so that i could take note of all the new vocabulary compile a vocabulary list review it yeah do do something watch something he's right watch something that you like yeah with subtitles
0: hmm. to begin with right yeah i mean go for it adds I don't know why you would want to speak like Jesse Pinkman from Breaking Bad uh, Shake. I think uh, his English is pretty, (laughs) it's pretty garbage. You want to, you can learn however you want to learn, but you should be able to speak a neutral English that everyone can understand. So if you get on a plane and you travel literally anywhere in the world, you're going to be able to be understood by other English speakers and they'll be able to understand you. That's the main goal. Yeah. Um, See, has a follow-up
1: message here. Yo, yo, yo. One four eight to the three to the six. Okay, (laughs) got you. I think that's a Jesse Pinkman reference from Breaking
0: Bad.
2: Oh, yo, (laughs) yo, yo.
0: Abdul, greetings from Eritrea. I'm not sure where that is. I'm assuming that's.
2: I can Google it. Yeah. Excuse our geographical uh, ignorance. Uh, yep.
0: <laughs> I'm assuming that's a country in Africa. I think I, I remember you from previous streams, I do. So. East Africa. Oh, there you go. Okay. Um. Turan Trina. Tips for accents like native for fluent speaking. Tips mm-hmm. on how to speak like a native English speaker. What would mm-hmm. you say, Steve? If someone wants to speak like a native speaker, how would you advise them?
2: one of the strategies that i use is to try and find other words that have the same sound i think that's very important so for example let's say that you have a word like valuable but you you have problems pronouncing it you say valuable or something like that then then try to Try to spell it with words like vowel, like V-A-L, and then you, that's the way we say it in English, like I, you, he, she. Yeah. Write it out that way so you can visualize it so that you can pronounce it exactly the way that native speakers pronounce it. And you really want to exaggerate it in the beginning. Don't, don't feel silly if you feel like, oh, I, you know, my mouth's going. In a different way, I've never done that before, and it doesn't feel natural. But you're you're creating a new natural with your mouth in a different position, your tongue in a different position, and yeah, really exaggerate that sound. Yeah, I I think that some people maybe they they feel a little embarrassed or uncomfortable doing that. But yeah, those those would be some tips I would give.
0: Yeah, definitely. And what you just said. um it is unnatural i suppose at first for uh, yeah. someone to really make sounds that they may have never made in their entire lives in their native language Exactly. Uh, so it does take a lot of repetition <laughs> don't get too frustrated if you can't speak uh very comfortably at first um it really does come down to repetition with this it's almost like learning how to play an instrument for the very first time or how learning how to shoot a basketball or kick a soccer ball it's it's going to take a lot of repetition until it feels natural. <laughs> um, and that could even take over a year, could take years, just saying. Yeah. So uh, do not uh, expect to take a little crash course on the weekend and then start speaking like a native speaker. Uh, <laughs> it may take uh, a little bit of effort every
1: day. It, it really is a lifelong process, essentially. Even advanced Uh, being more articulate with the way that they speak so Mm -hmm. definitely yeah yeah
2: i I couldn't agree more and i i i can attest to that through my own teaching experience so uh, i'll have students that over the course of of a year two years three years four years and you're you're basically through the repetition helping them to remember the, the right way to say it so um let let's take the word body, right? My body, but maybe the other person says body, right? And and so you stop them and you say, No, it's body. I'm like, okay, body. And then they make the mistake again, and you tell them no, it's body, and they're like, okay. And then they they're gonna say the word again, and then they remember before they say it. They remember to correct themselves, self-correction, and then And then eventually they, they just adapt and adopt the new pronunciation. So it's a process, as you said.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's, uh, yeah. And it's a frustrating process. Uh, I I, I'm assuming you went through the same thing when you had to learn other languages as well. I definitely go through that for French. It was like,
1: uh, yeah, well
2: well well in quebec anytime i i mispronounced a word it was it was always something uh it was always a swear word that it ended up being it, it didn't right. matter what i said
0: you know mm-hmm. um that's i that's could give quebec, some
2: examples yeah. but let's keep this live clean so
0: <laughs> yeah right <laughs> don't want to get uh canceled by youtube for uh, <laughs> saying too many <laughs> too many swears so okay uh sorry did not do not know how to pronounce your name, but I'll read your comment anyway. I'm wondering if there is any voice exercises to improve the clarity of my voice speaking english, okay, um tangibly, Steve, mm. what type of drills can people do to um improve their clarity when it comes to speaking in english
2: so i um th- th- what I understood from that question is that the person is. Uh, because clarity could be two things. Clarity could be if you're breathing from your, your gut. Your di- oh, your diaphragm. Give, give me a sec. I just pulled out my.
0: Yeah. No problem.
2: Okay, I'm back. Um, that's one. The other one would be in t- in terms of clarity would be doing drills. There's a really good book that I can recommend. Can we recommend books in
1: this? Yeah. Yeah. Go mm? for it go for it uh
2: i would recommend that you uh, try to find the book pronunciation pairs and it has a lot of it it has drills and it also highlights some of the the vowel sounds consonant sounds that a lot of different english learners have difficulty with so pronunciation pairs Look it up online, Google it, and that will help you with some drills.
1: Okay. Then, hello from Iraq. Okay. Can
2: Can you run that question by me again? You're cutting out. The question is from somebody from Iraq.
0: Yes. Hello, I'm from Iraq. How can I speak like you, essentially, is what he's trying to say, I think. Mm. Uh, well, I, I'd be I have to make a quick comment here. I don't think. Uh, well, it, I'm not going to say that it's impossible. But I don't think it's very realistic to uh, completely eliminate the way you've been speaking for the first 10, 20, 30 years of your life. And now all of a sudden sounds like a native English speaker. I think it's some particular circumstances, you should embrace your accent. As mm. long as you can speak clearly, mm. um, but I don't necessarily think uh, it's reasonable
1: to advise people to speak just like native English speakers. Can you basically like, should you actually try to go for that? That's debatable, I would say.
0: Mm. What's your take, Steve? Um, What's my take? If someone asks you, how can I speak like you, Steve? What would you say to them?
2: Well, for my private students, in our the first time I meet them, and I've done this for, for 16 years, at the end of the demonstration lesson, I always say, I want you to speak like me. That's my end goal. Some people reach that goal in... A short period of time because they're gifted with languages some people as you say it can take 10 years 15 years and some people as you say we're talking about speaking fluently and i would imagine also in terms of accent Uh, some people they will always carry with them uh an accent but the as long as they're intelligible that's okay i think that was a good thing that you raised is that as long as people can be understood maybe they they're, they're going to have a slight accent but what they're saying you can you can understand and we we could play the devil's advocate here i have a good video on this on on youtube uh, i'll have to remember where it is but anyway i have come across people who will try to fake fluency. What, what's your take on that, Avery? People who... Uh,
0: try to fake fluency. What do you mean by fake fluency? Uh,
2: what I mean by that is that somebody will try to speak as fast as they can with the English that they have, and they think, okay, well, native speakers will all understand me because I'm saying it fast.
1: The rhythm that they saw some other native english speakers speak like yeah (laughs) yeah
0: um i i don't think that's necessary it's really unnecessary at all it's not necessary at all i think that uh yeah again clarity is so much more important than speed honestly i'd say for most of you guys listening you don't really need to get past the b2 level of english Unless you're trying to pursue higher education, unless you're just extremely passionate about learning the English language, this is fun for you. You actually just, for a personal reason, you want to get above the B2 level. Maybe you're trying to teach English in another country that's not an English-speaking country. Uh, So if you want to teach to others, you want to be accurate. Uh, But for most of you who just want to be able to travel and navigate your way easily through other countries speaking English,
1: uh, I'd say honestly at the B2 level, if you can speak and be on, un- that's good enough in the grand scheme of things. And you take a look at it from the, from the bigger picture,
0: I would say. Yeah. So I wouldn't get too bogged down into trying to sound perfectly like a fluent native English speaker. Wow. cause at the end of the day, in most situations you'll face in life, uh it's not even necessary to be honest
1: yeah so
0: then uh so yeah a lot of people put a lot of pressure on themselves i don't think that's necessary so sir is it easier to get a fully funded scholarship for a pakistani student with a 3.6 cgpa please suggest a country where it's easier to get ms scholarships are you familiar with how scholarships work at all in the education, uh, in the educational institutions, Steve, I'm not really, to be honest. So. Um, it, well, I think that it depends on on
2: the requirements of the scholarship for each university in in each country. So he's saying that he has a, G, a GPA of what? Three point
0: uh, three point six. Yeah. And uh, they're a Pakistani student. So, I mean, yeah, I'm not super familiar with that. But I know that uh, like at the university I went to, McGill University in Canada, uh, they do have scholarships for foreign students. uh, But like you just said, it really is case by case. And there's very, very specific requirements to get those scholarships.
2: (laughs) Yeah, wow. yeah. Exactly. And and he, if if it was a 3.6 GPA that he mentioned, then it should get him into most uh you uni- know uh, scholarship programs, but maybe not all. I, I mean it depends. And this makes sense to me because I mostly prepare people I I didn't mention but I I prepare people for the TOEFL, Test of English as a Foreign Language. Yeah and those score requirements they vary from university to university so Mm -hmm. the and the the big name universities like harvard yale mit Mm -hmm. they they have a higher score requirement so same thing for the gpa to get the scholarship Mm -hmm. the 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 those kinds of universities that are harder to get into are going to have uh it it stands to reason that they're going to have more difficult requirements to get in
1: mm-hmm. yeah
2: but 3.6 yeah. yeah that uh, high five to to that viewer for getting you, you must have studied quite a bit
0: mm-hmm. yeah so congratulations to you and yeah if i were you shake uh, i would definitely look
1: look online google away look into a scholarship requirements. Okay, uh, what does if I had my
0: druthers mean? I have no idea what that means. If I had my druthers. Do you know what that means?
2: Um, it, it sounds British. It does. <laughs> if I had my druthers. <laughs> I, it sounds like if I had my way. It refers to It refers to our preference, wish, or desire. So I guessed that, but I guessed it right. But to be honest, I mean, we would in in North America, we would never use that. That's British, strictly British, if I had my brother, druthers, if I had my way, if I could do things the way that I wanted to.
0: Hmm. Okay. Got it. You learn something new every day, I guess. So 100%. Yeah,
1: Master. Hi to all. Agatha, thanks for doing this live. How can I improve my reading skills? And please call
0: my name correctly. Takung Meng. How can Ta-kong-mang. I improve? Takong Meng. <laughs> Are
2: we saying it right? Takung Meng?
0: I hope so. Uh, yeah, let us know uh, for you butchering It'd your give name give us
2: an that. emoji <laughs> if, if we're saying taco meng right
0: for sure but uh yeah steve how does one improve their reading skills
2: mm. well i can speak from experience because when you're doing a tough test like the toefl they have us and or the ielts they have a reading section so particularly on the toefl they're are long texts that they have to read through so that's a an ability that you you develop where the more you read the more you develop the ability to grasp the main meaning from each paragraph that you're reading so you develop the ability to separate the fluff or the superfluous sentences from the main idea when they get to the main idea so that's a skill that you develop you could also apply that to listening listening to someone speaking for a long time is that you are able to extract the main ideas doesn't matter if it's reading or if it's listening
0: All right oh that's that sounds like good advice to me at that uh i'm in Bushra. hi have a nice day okay thank you helena jim <laughs> okay Oh, in a gym. Oh, what was that? What's that? Uh, you look like Elon Musk. <laughs>
2: oh, here come the Elon Musk comments.
0: Yeah. You, well, you get that me. a lot?
2: <laughs> I do. I get that a lot on my YouTube videos, and now I'm getting it in a live. Um, and I just checked, I didn't know this, that uh, Elon Musk and I have the same birthday. Hmm. Oh, wow. June 28th
0: that's uh that's an act Freaky. of god <laughs> yep that's <a>, uh <laughs> that's a crazy coincidence maybe are you the same age too
2: <laughs> roughly the same age
0: i was gonna say i wonder if you were a lost twin or something but uh <laughs> could, be, could be yeah I, i'm i'm
2: i'm gonna phone him after uh this live stream and hit an, him hit him up for a loan
0: uh yeah you should yeah yeah i'm sure he'll uh i'm sure he'll listen to you know what you got to (laughs) offer yeah you should fly him fly him out to uh fly him out to canada
2: (laughs) i think his mother's canadian
0: oh really yeah thought he was like south african or something he was
2: born in south africa but his mother is canadian believe it or not
0: oh wow that's gets even more of a that's more more of a coincidence (laughs) (laughs) that's that's even That's even more. Uh, <laughs> exactly, yeah. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> That's uh, the third world order. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Nabila. Let's see here. I want to improve my English. What can I do, Nabila? Okay.
2: What, what's what's the name?
1: Uh, Nabila. Nabila. M-
2: I do. Where where is Nabila from?
0: It's a good question. Where are you from, Nabila? Why don't you let us know? And uh, if you could give us a little bit more context, uh, we'd be able to answer your question a lot better, a lot more accurately. So, Amir, how can we learn English? Another broad question. Well, there's a lot of different ways to skin a cat. Uh, That expression in English, it means there are a lot of different ways to learn the English language. So, Um, If you ask us a more specific question, we can give you advice on how you can improve your your grammar, your vocabulary, your speaking, listening, reading, or writing, and how those all come together. But uh, to answer their question just on a high surface level, um, Steve, what should the normal, typical progression of learning English look like? Just on a basic level, like uh, most for most of your students, for example, through your own experience, uh, what is their natural progression to learning the English language based on what you've seen?
2: Well, I I had the opportunity recently to teach a student who was was an absolute beginner, so they didn't speak any English, like zero, and I think from that point you're you're translating and you're learning the basics. What are the basics? The basics are uh subject pronouns, object pronouns, verb conjugations in in simple tenses. So there is a progression for that. So you're learning things in the simple present, then you're learning things in the present continuous or in, and then you move on to Maybe the future or the simple past, so learning if 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 you want to get a real good backbone, I suggest that uh, although it's boring is to uh, study a little bit of grammar at the beginning, but in a fun way. and I mean, there's so much material, there's so many books to do that nowadays i it's it's a lot easier than it used to be, so but yeah if if you're asking about a framework, that would be my framework. That's what I'm doing now, uh not just teaching people from absolute beginner level, but also learning from an absolute beginner level, uh, which was I, I'm learning Russian right now, Russian Ukrainian, and right so I'm doing like object pronouns, subject pronouns, uh simple present, verb conjugation of all the. All all the verbs, and then try to find someone to practice that with. I know that's important to find a helping hand, and and I think through the indirectly through these questions that we're receiving today, Avery, this is what I have seen since since the early days of YouTube back in two thousand and seven. I think that people now have had the opportunity to become excellent listeners of english they've got so much material online so many people to watch teaching english online and the comment probably that i get and and maybe you you agree is how can i speak english they can they can listen to people they can understand but how can i speak Mm -hmm. and it's to have the opportunity to speak to someone now when I was learning Portuguese, I didn't have anyone. We didn't have internet back then. So I had to find this lady in, in who spoke Portuguese in in my town. Uh, and I went to her house, you know, like once a week. And, you know, out of the goodness of her heart, you know, I, I would practice speaking with her. So you have to look around. Uh, it's a lot easier online. I know a lot of people, they, they have to be careful about who they practice with online. I I will let this slip out. I have some seen some people using uh, Omegle uh, TV
1: mm, and you can yep. try
2: that. Uh, you got to be careful because sometimes people will use it for other reasons. Mm. But um, so there, there are possibilities. I think that's, it's, this is a long answer, but I, I, I think that's what really he's asking about how can I, How can I learn English? Well, he's already typing to us in English. I think what he's saying is how can I practice speaking English? If I'm going to go out on a a limb here and and imagine that's what he's asking. So that's my long winded answer.
0: Yeah, no, that makes sense. And speaking English, it's, I guess the most, uh, it's the most apparent way to show that you can apply your English skills, I guess, in the real world, uh, more so than writing, more so than reading. We're still yeah. listening.
1: Uh, it's the most tangible. It's the most uh, clear way to use your English. What does it mean to do me a favor? Um,
0: to do someone a favor that simply means to. Uh, uh, I don't know if I could explain it in a simpler way than that, but I could give you an example. If I ask Steve, hey, Steve, can you do me a favor? Can you um, send me a million dollars through the mail? I can
2: ask. (laughs) I can ask my brother, Elon.
0: There you go. And then um, that is a favor. So when you ask someone to do you a favor, it simply means can you do something for me that helps me? Can you do something for me that benefits me? So there you go. Steve Depp, what's the longest word in English? Do you have an answer for that, Steve?
2: <laughs> well, it's weird because I, I I know what it what it is. Um, I I want to say anti-constitutionally, but probably there's 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 something. We I I think it'll be more it'll be more fun to um to to look it up to see what what Google says, and then we can uh, we can both pronounce it and and make it into a tongue twister. Okay, longest
0: word. It's a great <laughs> question. Yeah, I'm actually very curious.
2: Oh my gosh, I uh, Avery, I'm gonna I'm gonna send this as a screen cap on WhatsApp because
0: uh, it's it's. <laughs> are you looking at what I'm looking at? I'm gonna I'm gonna share my screen here. I think I can share my screen. Oh, cool, cool. Um, present, uh, share screen. Okay, share screen. Longest word in English. Okay uh you can see it
2: (laughs) yeah that's what i got
0: yeah that's okay that's insane uh pronunciation see how it's pronounced uh let's see if uh i could find a maybe if i go to the translator i can punch it in
2: yeah exactly that's exactly what i was doing
1: Late. We, we
0: can
2: translate it into the, the, the viewer who asked the question their language.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Let's see.
1: Numano ultra microscopic silico volcanoconiosis. coniosis.
0: Did you hear that? Yeah. That's okay. There you go. There you go, viewer. Okay.
2: But but wait, we, we gotta try and say it.
0: Oh wow <laughs> god.
2: Uh, on a Saturday morning. Um, okay, just a sec. Let oh, me see if five. I can.
1: Numenal ultramicroscopic silicovolcano coniosis.
2: Numenal n- <laughs> <laughs> new, 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 ultramiscopic silicovolcano coniosis. Yeah, so Damn. I will record that and then I'll just speed <laughs> it up
1: by 100 times. Oh. There you go. Helena Jim, he's definitely his twin. Yeah, <laughs> referring to um, Elon
0: Musk.
2: Yeah. Um, I'm a little upset right now, um, because Mark Zuckerberg, um, uh, he started a competition to Twitter called Threads, um, and he stole some intellectual property. So I'm um, gonna sue him.
0: Well, good. Good luck with that. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, I actually haven't tried that yet. On Instagram threads.
2: Nor have I yeah. barely, barely you?
0: even tried it on Twitter, to be honest. <laughs> mm. Okay. Islam, Bilal. Hello, teacher. How can I improve my accents and my pronunciation?
2: So Bilal, where are you from?
1: Good question. Islam. From that would help definitely
0: because depending on what your native language is, um, the way that you're going to approach improving your accent, improving your pronunciation is going to be wildly different. Yeah. Um. I I know for French people they can't pronounce the letter H. So yeah. uh,
2: Are you are you yeah like hungry and angry? Exactly. um, Happy.
0: Happy? Hello. It's,
1: do, you, uh,
2: do you know the joke about no no I, we, we'll keep it clean
0: okay <laughs> you can tell me after <laughs> yeah
2: i'll tell you after
0: uh he's we, from we'll, sudan we'll have to do another okay. sorry
2: we'll have to do another one for 18 years and older
0: yeah exactly we'll have to do an unfiltered one <laughs> for sure islam he says he's from sudan Okay. Oh cool. So I, I guess Arabic's probably the first language there, so okay.
2: Balao, is, is Arabic your first language?
0: Yeah, let us know if uh, if your first language is Arabic. Have you ever taught anyone who speaks Arabic as a first language, Steve?
2: Yes, yeah. very much so. Yeah. very much so. So cool. it and, and I have videos on on with with tips uh, for Arabic speakers. So one challenge is they really like to roll their R's. Okay. So they, we try to tone that down. Now there are Arabic speakers and it's, it's really confusing because I've had students from Saudi Arabia that struggled (coughs) with B and B pronunciation. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: So it's, Oh, sorry. Uh, the, uh, P and B pronunciation. So Mm -hmm. instead of saying swimming pool, Mm -hmm they'll say swimming bull
0: i see
2: yeah so or people people but not all arabic speakers have this difficulty or challenge so but but it is one area that some arabic speakers need to work on the most of them it would be with the r or, or the l the the dark l in english i yeah. see so if, if you put those two together that could be a represent. Recipe for disaster, right? If you if you have problems with the P and the B, then you'll say like bull, and then maybe you won't say all, you'll say bull. Mm. Swimming yeah. bull, but swimming pool. And there there are strategies to do that. It has a lot for Arabic speakers to do with the position of the mouth and the tongue
0: to, to show them the
2: right position.
0: I see. Okay. And then uh do you think most of them can use a simple technique like the shadowing
1: technique just listening and trying to speak like native speakers um eliminate that part of the accent
2: um i from my personal experience i would say that i said this i said this before that it really depends if you are oriented more through your ears or through your eyes and most people are, are not oriented through their ears i am maybe you are too because th- do you play a musical instrument
1: yeah i
0: do yeah i i, 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 you, I you did
2: what, what what instrument do you play
0: play the keyboard and the guitar or different types That's of guitars awesome. too so yeah,
2: yeah. D- different types of guitars
0: yeah like bass guitar electric guitar uh ukulele etc yeah that's awesome that's
2: awesome Um, for for people like you and people like me I'm also uh, oriented through my ears and I also play a lot of musical instruments then yeah I think the shadowing technique works but most people are more visually oriented so they need to see some visual representation of the way that the word should be pronounced right personally I'm not a big fan of the phonetic alphabet because it's, it's a whole new alphabet. And a lot of students like, well, I I just learned the English alphabet. Now you want me to learn a second alphabet. It, it, It does work maybe for a few people. As I said before, I think from my personal experience, it's all about the position of your mouth, your tongue, and also, uh, where it's coming from, like your throat or from your diaphragm and also writing words uh that you can visualize that have a similar sound in english that you can pronounce or or writing it out the way that you you actually hear it so uh, as you know uh there's a great video on that uh we write one way in english and we pronounce another way and that's what i think throws a lot of people off so people have to come up with their own little method for keeping a visualization going f- the way that they write it the way that they pronounce it
0: if you know what i mean yeah, yeah. and yeah as someone who i was interviewing before samuel brusca it's a it's an italian guy ah. or, or sicilian maybe he'd like to go by sicilian but
1: <laughs> he, oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Really <laughs> proud about that but yeah,
0: he, proud yeah that. his his strategy was he a deep dive he literally learned the entire phonetic alphabet in english and he used that to structure oh. his pronunciation and he's yeah. a guy too who um basically a lot of his videos are imitating different accents of the english oh, cool. language too and he takes a really really deep dive very impressive what he did but uh cool. i think for the average person though <laughs> they probably are not going to
1: want to take that approach it's probably going to take bit more complex i guess to have to learn both of the uh,
0: alphabets and bring it all together with your native language too yeah, and then understand the nuances between the two and then understand the figure of speech and understand what's formal what's informal in english it's just (laughs) when i give advice i i try to dumb it down as much as possible i try to simplify everything try to make life as easy as possible (laughs) for the english learner but um it is an option for the people who um, don't mind putting in or going above and beyond, I guess. So, yeah. Then Islam says, thanks a bunch. Yes, no problem. Got you. Now, a couple more questions before we wrap up here. The first one is regarding uh, being able to understand
1: authentic English, being able to understand How native english speakers communicate now an english learner do you think it would be watching tv shows and
0: movies and you know very scripted and dramatic uh pieces of media or do you think it would be uh listening to podcasts and interviews and realistic conversations among english speakers which one do you think would be more beneficial the the listening skills of a uh, of an English learner Uh,
2: you're you're cutting out a little bit at the beginning of the question so the question was which is better uh, to learn from uh, authentic podcasts and interviews or what was the first
1: one
0: Uh, TV shows movies dramatic sequences scripted media Which one do you think is better at essentially TV shows and movies or realistic conversations that are unscripted? Uh,
2: if if you want to be a rounded English speaker and listener, then you need both. It depends on what you need your English for. If you're just, if you're just going to travel and, and talk to people in day to day language, then sure, just watch the, the TV shows and movies. But if you need something more scripted like newspeak like npr.org or other news programs then then you're going to need that other range or level of language that we don't necessarily use every day but do you need that well you you would need it if you're doing a test you would need it if you want to watch the news so I would say both but definitely I think that there there's going to be a especially if you're at the B1 uh level that you would your focus would be more on the the TV programs uh, TV series n- Netflix
1: or we're we're doing free advertising here. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Honestly, it should be a mix of both. It also depends on your
0: profession, I guess, what, you're try- what your lifestyle essentially looks like. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you just want to have casual conversations, it could be one or the other, really. Yeah. If you want to have deeper, me- more meaningful conversations, I'd recommend realistic conversations in English. And honestly, just getting out there and actually speaking with native speakers yeah. to improve your conversation skills. Um, yeah. above everything else. Yeah. Um it's going to be extremely difficult to converse um <clears throat> just by listening and then trying to apply. <laughs> you really need to get that application going as well. They're two completely different things, listening <laughs> and conversing.
1: <laughs>
0: and then uh yeah, and you can make a lot of progress on
1: your own to be honest, uh if you practice articulating yourself out loud in the mirror, just like But um, yeah, definitely uh, make an effort to
0: converse. And another shout out, the app Hello talk uh, I'm not affiliated with them at all, but I think that's a pretty good app for beginners
1: okay. um,
0: because you can find native speakers. Uh, it's a language exchange app. You can find native English mm-hmm. speakers and then um, it's just a training ground to just practice your speaking and typing skills and there's nothing to lose there's no pressure and you can just really just go out and exercise Mm. your skills in English. So yeah, go for that. Then the final question I asked to everyone on here, uh, would be, let's say someone comes up to you, Steve, and Mm. they only speak French. They don't speak any English. And they Mm. say, Steve, I want to become fluent in English. I want
1: to, uh, move to the United States of America. I need to become fluent. I need to get to. More importantly, how long is it going to take me
0: to achieve this? Mm-hmm. How would you How would you advise that student?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this this is a question that you'll often get from people that I, I've had people contact me and say, "Okay, how long will it take me to want to be finished?" and and to know english so it depends on what level they want to achieve but from my personal experience if they can get if they can study twice a week two hours a week with a good teacher and then they're doing a lot of practice and studying on their own in the meantime then and they're absolute beginners then within a year I could get them up to or a qualified English instructor could get them up to Intermediate level. and if they really apply themselves, then you know, if they hit the ground running, then they could, within a year, they could probably get up to um, even a higher level than the the intermediate level than the B1, like maybe even go as far as B2 after a year. So as you know, it really depends on several factors. One is if they already have a natural, if they have an innate ability to learn languages, some people do, as you know, some people don't. Mm -hmm. And secondly, if they can find somebody who's a really good teacher, because as you know, some teachers, they have the ability to unlock the the, the person's uh <clears throat> or maybe it'd be better to say to unleash or to release their ability every everybody has a, a different way to to be reached out to and that that can't be stressed enough the the connection with the individual mm-hmm, mm-hmm of course the onus or the responsibility is also on the other person but i mean if they're inspired if they if they can find a good teacher or if they can find a good group to study with of some honest people that can you know help them out for for free then they're they're going to hit the ground running so it's it's a recipe for success it is possible and i i think that yes that would be my answer
1: Okay. I see.
0: Yeah. And yeah, it is difficult starting out to find a good teacher that works for you. Like we even discussed earlier,
1: mm-hmm. it could
0: help if you um, can communicate with someone who's been through the same thing that you're trying to go through mm-hmm. uh, They Maybe they speak your same language and then they yeah. have to learn the English language. Um, they can definitely give you, especially give you advice on what not to do. And they can really, yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> to learn French. Uh, it's it took me years to learn French and I mm. honestly looking back at it, I did so many things wrong. So mm. <laughs> I definitely try to um, advise people what not to do. And mm. then also, uh, in the free, if you want to do something that's more free, or more likely free. Um, for example, for that app that I um, recommended earlier Hello, talk, you may need to message uh, several people. Uh, before you can really find someone, like you said, Steve, who you know is honest and willing to help you and is willing to uh, make a real effort <laughs> to learn the language at the same level that uh, you want to learn it as well. So that can yeah. be a little bit challenging as well. You may need to speak to a lot of people. So if the first person you try to work with uh, doesn't work out for you, uh, you should be reaching out to 20, 50 people, maybe even 100 people. Before you can find someone who, um, who can really
1: help you out. So don't get discouraged uh, too early. And unfortunately, a lot of people quit before they really give
0: themselves a chance to see results. Um, a lot of people quit extremely early uh, just because mm-hmm. they don't see noticeable pro- progress after maybe one month maybe after two months, they, they mm. tried to learn a bunch of new vocabulary words. They try to apply it a little bit. Every time they come into a real situation with an English speaker, no one can understand them and mm-hmm. they can't understand the English speaker. It's been two months. It's been three months. They're not fluent. <laughs> they don't see a lot of really noticeable progress and then they quit. Uh, but I, I would encourage them to keep going because that's extremely normal. Mm -hmm. And uh, in terms of how long it'll take you to learn the English language, it really just depends how much
1: time that you put into it at the end of the day, I would say. Mm -hmm. And of course, maybe a lot quicker and easier because you have the skill of learning
0: languages. Mm. If it's your very first language that you're trying to learn, uh, it's, it's going to be difficult. So that's normal. It's my two
1: cents. Yeah.
2: Mm. Yeah. What, what crossed my mind when you said that is it's like 99 perspiration, 1% inspiration, mm-hmm. uh, and the rest is perspiration. Mm-hmm. It's, that it's, it's, it's hard work and dedication. Mm-hmm. It, it, it really helps if it's something that you enjoy doing. So if, if you're using material that you like, if you're watching movies that you like, if you're listening to music that you love, if you, if you love all that, then it just, it it goes into your, your subconscious a lot more easily than if you're, you're trying to force it in there. And a curious thing, this is from my own experience is that I can remember things that a real person is teaching me. And then just to do a test, whenever I, I uh, tried using or practicing with a computer, with ChatGPT, for example, it, I'm, I'm practicing a lot, but I don't remember, remember anything. It, it seems that I remember something that has meaning, that has substance, that has soul. And, and that always sticks in my mind, what a person tells me. So it was an interesting experiment, something that I noticed. Yeah.
0: For Sure. It's yeah. yeah, I heard this statistic somewhere like you remember, maybe I'm butchering it, but you remember like 10% of the things you see, you remember 20 or 30% of the things you say, but you remember like 80% of all the things that you do or that you mm. actually apply, you know? Mm. So um, definitely guys,
1: uh, you can study all the vocab words you want. You can listen to all the English you want, but it may be pretty difficult for you to see results anytime soon.
0: <laughs> yeah. But then Steve, uh, where can they find you on social media?
2: Uh, so you can find me on my website, which easiest one to type would be. Just give me one sec. here. You want, you want me to post, uh, I guess I can say it and then we can post it after.
1: Yeah. Um, right I could leave it. Um, uh...
0: It, yeah, I could put it in the description below as well. Okay, so it's cool. To find, cool.
2: Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, if you go to English with, EnglishWithSteve.com, that's my website, EnglishWithSteve.com, and you can find my work there. You can also find me on YouTube, and we we can... If it can be so kind to post a link, they they have a a new way of posting a link for uh, YouTube, uh, where you just do the .dot com slash and then the at symbol, and yeah, yeah and mine is YouTube .dot com forward slash at hello 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 English everybody. Steve my Ford. name is Steve Ford, and well, welcome. Yeah, English with Steve <laughs> Ford. Yeah, uh, that's hey. my YouTube channel and you can also find me on instagram that's instagram english with steve or on facebook uh, english with steve Mm -hmm. hello 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 everybody my name is steve ford yeah there we go
0: okay yeah (laughs) here it is (laughs) you got it there we go yeah learn english with steve ford we see his website here too um and there you go there you have it okay and uh are there any new projects you're working on anything coming up steve or is it uh yeah
2: actually i'm going to be filming a video today i'll I'll keep it as a surprise but it's going to be uh, uh for pronunciation and uh so that's i'm working on new videos uh in terms of new projects and i also am working on a course that i will be able to make available uh on my website i'm i'm working on that and yeah and and i think I, th- I think i'm ready like i i've kind of been a one-man band and haven't really reached out to to too many people so i think more collaborations like the one i did today uh would would be awesome yeah and also hitting up my my
0: brother uh
2: elon for a million dollar loan
0: of <laughs> course and Oh, man, it's so funny you said that because I noticed e- Elon, uh, he let off a lot of his employees. <laughs> and he said, I'm doing a one-man show. It's immediately the parallel I drew in my head. Oh, I can't unsee it now. I just can't. Uh... <laughs> uh, hmm. For us, guys, it's just Arc English on all platforms. We're super easy to find. ARC English, Um, working on a platform to connect tutors and students, it'll be ready soon. Uh, Not ready yet. But you'll definitely know when it's ready, we'll announce it on uh, Instagram, social media. And uh, I I know I've been getting a lot of DMS from you guys. Uh, Unfortunately, I really do not have the time to answer all of them. Um, I'm going to try to organize a little bit of time that I have put aside an hour or two a day, maybe. Um, on this app that I recently found. And then um, I think I'll be able to connect with you guys much more easier uh, on that level. So I'll probably announce that early next week. And we'll we'll take it from there for any of you guys who are interested in a little bit of English coaching, or even just quick answers to um, quick questions that you might
1: have. So that is all. And thanks for coming out.